hello, my name is Monique Hollins, your uniquely and unconventionally packaged game changer created to inspire women to help them stand on their confidence, discover their value, and tap into their purpose unapologetically. Your host and producer of the Grace Stewart TV. I am so excited to be here before you today, you guys. I'm not going to be here before you um, long at all. If you are listening to the sound of my voice, I want to welcome you to our podcast platform. I want to encourage each and every one of you to subscribe um, to our channel wherever you are. Please don't forget that we are now live um, and in living color on the YouTube platform um, at Monique Hollins. Um, so you can go over there and subscribe as well. Turn on that notification bell so you never miss a beat. If you are not, I want to encourage you right now to go and follow me on Instagram where I drop daily inspiration and weekly motivation at Monique Hollins underscore. How are you guys doing this week? I'm super excited to just be before you. Um, like I said, I'm not going to be before you long. God gave me this word to share about a week and a half ago, okay? And so last night, he kind of really put it into perspective for me because I had to be in his word to actually understand it, okay? And so we're going to be speaking from the book of Luke today, all right? And y'all, I'm not a pastor. Let me, let me make this disclaimer. I don't label myself with any title, okay? So I'm not the pastor. I'm not the minister, I don't label myself as a prophet. I love God. Um, I have a relationship with God and I love his word. You know, it renews my mind. It just softens my heart. It gets me together, quickens my spirit. It convicts, rebukes. It gets me all the way in line. And because I love it so much, I um, wanted to create a space to talk about it, okay? But I'm just a woman who's in love with God, in love with his word, you know, and I'm a sinner, okay, who's probably going to sin again. Lord, forgive me, right? No, but for real, um, it's a daily walk. You know, a lot of times when people hear people talking about God, they like, oh, it's just this godly person. Here comes this godly person that knows it all. I don't know it all, all right? I'm not going to proclaim before you to be um, a scholar. Uh, and have my PhD in Christianity. I do not, you know, every day is a learning thing. Every day is a daily surrender. Every day it's a daily repentance. All right. Um, in a daily submission. Okay. So once you are saved or once you find God and get into relationship with God and you really proclaim in, um, that Jesus Christ is Lord, it's daily. Okay. We're sinners every day. There's a multitude of sins that we are we commit every single day, right? And so, and we know that no sin is greater than the other. And so that goes into today's message, really. If I had to title today's message, let me think. What would the title of today's message be? Um, I'm still good. Uh, uh, uh. I'm still good, okay? I am still good, all right? I'm still good. That's the title of today's message. I'm still good, all right? So I want you to say that. I'm still good, okay? Whatever you may be going through right now, I'm still good, 
right? We already know that God got this thing figured out. Like I said in last week's message, we're in God's story. And because we are, God's going to get the glory in each and every one of our stories. I was talking about this with somebody last night that everything is for the glory of God. Whether we are intentionally putting him in it first, last, second, or in it at all, God will and can get the glory out of each and every one of our stories because it's, we're not our own, okay? It's not our story. It's not our story. Even when we're walking in our own will, God will use the things that we did in our own will for his, for the good, right? So just keep on living because what? I'm still good. Even when it was raining and I couldn't see, I'm still good, okay? Even when I didn't know how I was going to get it done, how was I going to get the bills paid? I'm still good. Even when I didn't have the money to buy a can of formula for my little baby, I'm still good. Even when I didn't have the money to pay the water bill to make a bottle of formula, I'm still good. Here it is, 2021, and I would have never, never, never thought I would be in this place right now. So I want you to say right now, wherever you are in your life, whatever storm you're going through, whatever trial, whatever tribulation, I'm still good. I'm still good, okay? That's the attitude that you have to really walk in. That's that confidence that, Lord, I don't even know. I don't even understand what's going on right now. I don't understand how this is going to get done. I know I put myself in this position. But because I serve a good God, because I serve a God full of grace, I know I'm still good. I may not have started out that way. I may have made some bad decisions and some poor choices, but I know because of the God I serve, I'm still good. So God, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because of you, I'm still good. Ooh, that's a word, y'all. That was just right off the dome. So like I said, the, to, the title of today's message is, I'm still good. I'm still good. Write that down. Okay, so we're going to be speaking from, get your Bibles, y'all know. Y'all done got them stemmies. I hope y'all put them stemmies into some Bible paper, some paper, okay? <laughs> the good book, not just the Bible on your cell phone. It is still good if you're using the Bible on your cell phone. I'm not going to count you. Wherever you can get the Bible from, get it. But I encourage you to get a real hardback Bible, okay? I love y'all. I hope y'all had a beautiful week. I don't know if I said this, but I'm just grateful to be in the presence of you all this week. I'm grateful for whoever is listening, whoever is watching. I love you with all my heart, all right? We're going to be reading from the book of Luke. We're in chapter 18. The book of Luke, we in a gospel today. We in a gospel today. So I'll give you a minute to get your Bible open and up. And my Bible is page 930. I wonder why sometimes the pastors never told you the page. Like, it's on page 930. They just always made you go on a scavenger hunt. <laughs> Open your Bibles to the book of Luke. Yeah, I know y'all don't know. I know y'all don't know where that's at. And then make all them jokes. It's on page 930. No. We may have different pages. I don't know, because there's different versions. So, okay, maybe that's why. But it's the book of Luke, chapters 18. Let me stop bouncing because I'm just excited, all right? The Holy Spirit just took over. I'm just excited. The book of Luke, chapter 18, we're going to be starting in verse 9, and we're going to read that whole um, that whole section right there, okay? Luke 18, verse 9. It's the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. And um, y'all know how we do. Like I said, we're going to read the whole section, 
okay? I believe we need more word. We need more of this word, not the one or two uh, hitters, and then we'd be forgetting what we were talking about. But um, here it is, starting at verse 9. To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else. Jesus told this parable. So Jesus telling is telling is about to get is about to get ready to tell a parable to some who were confident in their own righteousness and looked down on everybody else. Okay? So this message right here, this parable right here is for those who feel like I'm good. I'm good. I've been good because I do XYZ. All right, let's go. Let me stop. Let's go. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, oh, it's a plane going by y'all. I don't know if y'all can hear that, hear that or not, but I don't want y'all not to be able to hear me. So I'm going to just pause. Okay. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed. Woo. Catch this. The Pharisee is like the man of the law. The, the, the man who's just... You know, he's, I'm the Pharisee. I'm, I'm good. I'm that. Um, the Pharisee stood by himself to pray, God, this is what he prayed. God, I thank you that I am not like other people. Robbers, evildoers, and adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. Listen. <laughs> this is a word. This is a word for me. It's a word for you. Okay. Let's let's go back. Let's backtrack. First of all, Jesus gave this entire entire parable for those who were confident in their own righteousness and looked down on other people. Father God. Have you ever been in a position where you looked at somebody else and was like, wow, I cannot believe they did that. Oh my God, I would never, I could never, I wouldn't dare. I've been in that position where I've said that. I wouldn't dare. Matter of fact, if you go back a few episodes, I, I was I was in a position at an Israelite, Lord, I kept, I kept reading the Bible, right? From Genesis to Deuteronomy, Lord, these Israelites are doing the absolute most. Okay, they're so ungrateful, Father God. I understand. I understand why you're putting them through these things. They're ungrateful. How could they not believe that it is you who's doing all these things for them? How could they ever doubt you? Look at everything you've done. That's from the outside looking in, right? That's oh, looking at other people, what they're doing. Like, Lord, I know if Jesus saved me in my bedroom in my fast, okay, for 21 days, I fasted for 21 days. I know if he saved me, all they got to do is, is, is tap in. They need to just tap in with you on a deeper level because I know what it's all about. I'm good. He saved me from that lustful spirit. I, yeah. He saved me from that witchcraft. So how is they out here serving and honoring a calf? 
These people is crazy. That's why I was telling God, for real. And God put me through a situation where I was like, oh, Lord, I understand how the Israelites do it. I understand how they are so ungrateful for you. I understand how easy it is for you to do something. And then we start second guessing things and being like, God, was that really you? Did I really hear from you? Did you really tell me to do that? Hold on. Wait a minute. I need another sign. That's what the Israelites was on. Lord, we need another sign. <laughs> we know you'd have freed us from Egypt, but we need another sign. I mean, I, I understand it. It didn't make sense when it happened, but now I'm doubting some things. Now I got too many voices in my ear. Now I'm looking at how everybody else is doing it. And, and so I just need you to give me another sign. I went down that slippery slope. And that's easy to slip into. We do it every day. We do it all day, right? God performs great miracles each and every day. Every time that we go to sleep and we're sleeping and our body is in a shutdown state, the insides, the air in our lungs is still going. I don't understand how that happens. I was thinking about the inside of the body the other day and I was just like, wow, this is so meticulously and wonderfully made. Like, how can we not feel blessed every morning that we get up and we open our eyes? Like, we really get another chance for real. It's another plane coming. I don't know if y'all can hear that or not. Okay, they must be really in the air today. Can y'all hear that? I don't know. I'm gonna be quiet. Okay, yeah. So... I'm just like, we get another chance every single morning that we wake up. The lungs are pumping, I think it said over 20,000 times an hour or a minute. I think maybe an hour or something. That's crazy. It's crazy. We're asleep. And it's still, it's still working for our good. We're still good in our sleep. Okay. I can use that. All right. So anyway, Jesus was giving this parable to those who were confident in their own righteousness. Those who um, look down on everybody else because they felt like, you know, well, I pray every day. This is what it said. It said, the Pharisees said, I fast twice a week and I pay a tenth of all I get. So I'm good, right? I'm good. It's my works. Yeah, I'm good. God, God got this special favor on me because I do these works. I do these things, right? But here's the thing. Jesus already did that. It was Jesus' works. It's by the works of Jesus and what Jesus did that we're all saved. It's not by our works. We're not even half, okay? It's not by our works that we're saved. It's by the grace of God, right? It's by God's grace. He sent his son here. His son did the works and on the third day rose again. And because of that, we're saved. Not by the things that we do. Not because, oh, I pray every day and... Uh, I pray five times a day and I, you know, I pay my tithes. So I know I'm good. I know I'm better than these other people. Right. It said he went to God and he said, God, I thank you that I am not like these other people, these robbers, these adulterers, these evildoers. Well, that's cool. You may not be sitting on those levels, but I'm telling you right now, you're sitting on some level. Okay. We're all sitting on some level because there's a multitude of sins. We're either sinning intentionally or unintentionally. We don't even know. And that's why in the beginning of this video, I said it is a daily surrender, right? It's a daily repentance, right? A daily repentance and a daily surrender. But once you do that and you're in relationship with God and you're submitted to God's will, God will convict you and he'll call you out on some things, right? And so you will know when you are, you know, walking in error. And that's the beautiful thing about God. I'd rather God correct me than the world correct me any day. 
Like for real, for real, for real. And so Jesus is like, that's not what it is. That's not what God's looking looking for. That's not what my father is looking for. He's not looking for somebody who's so who's standing on their righteousness and looking down on everybody else and feeling like they have no error in them and feeling like they're they know it all. They're better than other people. In fact, we're all more alike than we are different, right? We're all more alike than we all we are different. We all have favor. We all have grace. We all have mercy. And we all need it on a daily. Okay? It said the second man was a tax collector. And the tax collector, he just stood at a distance. It said he beat his chest and said, Lord. It said, have mercy on me, a sinner. Like, I know I need you every day. I can't do this life without you. I can't. We we can't do life without God. He couldn't do life without God, and he knew that. And, and this was this was thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, right? Same same rule applies. We can't do life without God. There's no way. There's no way. You can try, but I feel like it would be so empty. It would be so empty, it would be unfulfilling, it would be confusing, it would be dark. It, I just feel, I feel like, this is my personal opinion, life without God would be so empty. It wouldn't have any meaning. He's the creator. That's like trying to play a game you ain't read the instructions to or trying to put something together you haven't read the instructions to. And how are you going, I mean, come on. He's the creator. And so life without him, I just feel like it would be meaningless. It might be cool and lit for a minute. But I feel like it would get real dark, real quick, <laughs> real dark, real quick. And so the second man knew, here's another plane. They must be like really just trying not to play this because it is warm outside now. Yeah. So the second man knew, the tax collector knew, look, I mean, he praying like that, but you know, like this is all I got to say. He beat his chest. I feel like they put that in there for a reason too. So I'm pretty sure the Pharisee, since he did fast twice a week and he, you know, was, it seems like he was trying to live by these works, right? He was trying to be redeemed by God, by these works. And he was trying to put himself here and, and make sure God knew like, look, God, well, I'm not doing X, Y, Z because I'm not doing X, Y, Z. And those people who are, I'm up here because I don't do X, Y, Z. Maybe I do, you know, A, B. And they, they do X, Y, Z, right? And so um, the second man was like, look, I'm just a sinner. I know I am. I need mercy. So I could see the first man probably in a position of like the right posture. He's probably like really on his knees. He's probably like just, this is how you do it. You pray like this. And this is how your body structure should be. Um, don't get it wrong. God won't hear you unless you move this way, unless you come to him in this um, submitted way. The second man said he beat his chest. That's why I feel like they put that in there because they didn't have to put that in there. He beat his chest and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I am a sinner who's probably going to sin again. Not a probably, I am going to sin again. Because I was imperfectly made, right? Yeah, there may be ways I'm not sinning like somebody else, but all sin is equal. No sin is greater, right? 
God can pull anybody out of sin, of a specific sin that may have a stronghold. He can save anybody. He did it for me. He can really save somebody to renew their mind. And certain sins that have a stronghold on you, you can be free from. But that doesn't mean you're free from sin. That doesn't mean you're scot-free and you're this perfect person walking this earth. So this is for somebody too today. It's okay. I'm not saying it's okay to continue to sin in the way that you're doing. But what I'm saying is, that's a part of this plan anyway. We need God. The plan is to need God. We need God. We can't do this life on our own. We didn't create ourselves. It's not our story. And so I can humbly come to God and say, Lord, I'm not perfect. You know, God, when God called me to even do grace steward, I was like, Lord, no, 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 no. You got the wrong one. I am not the one. I'm not this holier than thou person. What are people going to say about me? How are they going to feel about me? They know my past. They, I'm, I've put it out. I've put my testimony out there. I'm not ashamed of it. But in this aspect of him calling me out to speak about his word, I was ashamed of it. Like, hold on. And God said, no, I'm using that. You're the perfect person for what I need you to do. Because I need to use that for the people I called you to. I don't need you to be perfect to do what I need you to do. I need you to be imperfect because every day I need you to need me. Because once you feel like you're perfect, what you need God for? You're perfect. You got it all figured out. You, you got this thing. What do you need God for when you're perfect? You're scot-free. You're better than, you You just better. You fasting twice a week, you paying all your tithes, you good. Right? It's kind of like the story of Job. Job was trying to do works. Works, works, works. What I do gets me saved. It, it adds to this specific account. Like if God was holding a bank account for all of us and the more we put into it, we had more grace, more favor, more uh, anointing than other people but we all have the equal opportunity access to all of these things we all got it because god created us all we're all his children he created us all on this earth he didn't do anything by mistake there's nothing that god did by mistake okay these works don't save us we're not saved by works we are saved by the grace of god it is in fact god's grace as to why we are saved so I don't know who you are in this story. I've been both the Pharisee and the tax collector, right? I would identify right now, forever, not even right now, but I will identify with the tax collector. Hey, Lord, listen, I need mercy. I need grace. I'm a sinner. You know, like I said, it's a daily repentance. I know better than anybody else. I'm not a Bible scholar. I'm not trying to come before you like I've got a PhD in this thing. I'm not perfect. Listen, I'm the tax collector, you know, but I've been that Pharisee too, where I look down on people like, mm -mm, I wouldn't dare. I'm so glad that I'm so glad that I wouldn't do that. I'm so glad that I don't think like that. I'm so glad, you know, and that's not what God, that's not the heart posture that God can use. He can't use that, right? He can't use that. 
And so today, that is the message. I'm still good as the tax collector. You're still good as the tax collector, right? Why are you still good? It says, I tell you that this man, the tax collector, rather than the Pharisee, went home justified before God. For all of those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. Like I said, I've been the Pharisee where I've exalted myself. And then God had to show me. Like, nah, girl, hold on, pipe it down. <laughs> Let's bring that down a few notches because, you know, no, 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 no. That's not how it works, okay? I think it was a year 2018 where I was like, I ain't going to be humble about nothing. I literally was saying this out of my mouth and telling people, forget being humble. I didn't use that language, but y'all get, get the point. Forget being humble. I'm about to get these millions and I'm, I'm popping my stuff. I don't care. Boop, boop, boop. Baby, God humbled me in the quickness in 2018. 2018 was my one of my most humbling years. One, just one. Lord, I had some humbling years. So I don't even know. I had a lot of humbling years leading up to 2018. So I don't even know what hair got stuck in me that was like, forget being humble, girl. You need to calm down. You got every reason to be humble. <laughs> now that I think about that in hindsight, it's like, girl, you was really going through some stuff. I don't know what was going on. But I think it was the um, the influence that I was uh, uh, paying attention to every day, Okay. And so I was just like, forget being humble. No, no, no. Man, God humbled me quickly. Okay, he humbled me quickly. As high as I put myself and aired myself up, baby, he popped that balloon and it slowly was just deflating. Okay, it slowly deflated. But I'm grateful for that. That was a lesson that I needed. So like I said, I've been a Pharisee too. Like, mm -mm, right? I've been a Pharisee too, but I feel like today, today I'm telling you right now, I'm the tax collector in this story. Who are you in this story, right? Right? But the great thing about God is that you are still good. I'm still good. You are still good, okay? You are still good. God just wants us to be humble. Stay humble. Stay humble. I never want to be toot my horn and I got this thing figured out. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that at all. All right. So I love y'all. That is what I wanted to share with you today. I hope that you got what you needed to get. I got what I needed to get, like I said, uh, from this word last night. It applied to a conversation I had. I was like, oh, wait, Lord. All right. And so I just hope you got what you needed to get and that you understand something, that you are still good. Whether you're the Pharisee or the tax collector, you are still good, okay? We all know what God wants. If you're the Pharisee, humble yourself, all right? Humble yourself. If God is so merciful, guess what? You're still good. Just humble yourself. Go before God. Repent. Like, Lord, okay, wait. I, okay, I don't want to say that no more and I'm better than anybody else and I don't do X, Y, Z. Listen, I'm a sinner. And I need your mercy too for the sins that I may commit intentionally or unintentionally. All right. And if you're the tax collector, let's just strive to just do better. Let's strive to just do better because we want to do better and show ourselves approved for our father. Right. Father, I want to make you happy every day. Not man, not woman. I want to make my father happy every day. And God has the power and he will 
um, help us, lead us, and guide us in the things that we desire. So if you have a desire and a heart posture to just show yourself approved to your father every day, he loves that too, okay? So the moral of this story is you're still good. I'm still good. All right. I love you all. I thank you for tuning in. I cannot wait to be before you next week. I don't know what the word is going to be about, but if you are not right now subscribed to this channel, don't forget to press the notification bell. If you're not following me on Instagram, please do that as well at Monique Hollins underscore where I drop daily inspiration and motivation. I love you all and I will see you soon. Bye-bye.